Welcome to the Dr. Gabrielle Lyon Show, where I believe a healthy world is based on transparent conversations. What's up, guys? Dr. Gabrielle Lyon here, and today I am doing my very first solo cast. Here is why I wanted to do it. I want to do a solo cast because we've heard so much great science information, but the reality is I want to personally set you up for success. So in this podcast, I am going to give you, number one, my top strategies for meal plan success. I don't care if you are keto, carnivore, vegan, vegetarian, airitarian, whatever it is. Well, I guess if you're just eating air, well, that's an oxymoron. You're not doing that, but I don't care. The point is, I don't care what diet strategy you follow, I am going to give you framework for it to be the most successful plan that you have ever done. So I'm going to tell you strategies for meal planning. Then I'm going to tell you how to find out where your calories should be. I know that there's a lot of talk about that and it's quite confusing, but the reality is You do need to get some kind of sense of your total calories. Again, you don't drive down the highway without going a certain speed limit. Whether you agree with that speed limit or not, there is still a speed limit and you still track that number. You have to do the same for calories, at least to start. Then I am going to give you some guidelines for how you can design a protein-forward diet, very specific for you. Again, I am going to make general recommendations, but the information provided will allow you to have somewhat of a guide rail to get you unstuck and really getting you on the path, the path that you want to be on. So we're going to talk about how do we build your diet around protein? How do we you know, think about it in terms of amounts? Then the other thing that I'm going to also mention is how I think about carbohydrates and finally, how I think about fats. So this episode is going to provide you with a great foundational framework for thinking about designing a nutrition plan for yourself. All right, let's rock and roll, people. Thank you to another one of our sponsors, Paleo Valley. Today, I want to highlight their beef sticks. This is a staple in our house. I love the Paleo Valley beef sticks. They're 100% grass-fed and grass-finished, which is amazing. They are beef-sourced from small domestic farms in the U.S. This is really important. They use real organic spices to flavor their beef sticks versus conventionally sprayed spices, another Plus, my favorite aspect of this product is that they ferment their beef sticks, which creates naturally occurring probiotics, which are great for gut health. And just overall, this product tastes absolutely amazing. They have omega-3 fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, CLA, bioavailable protein. Head on over to Paleo Valley dot com slash Dr. Lion, and you will get a 15% off discount. These are amazing, great protein snacks, a grab and go. That's paleovalley.com slash Dr. Lion. 
Thank you to Timeline for sponsoring this very special episode of the Dr. Gabrielle Lyon Show. You guys know I love muscle health, and with muscle health comes the health of our mitochondria. Of course, as we age, they can become damaged, and it makes it harder to produce the energy that we need to feel our best. Really, everything that I am talking about in this episode. One reason why I absolutely love MitoPure is that it helps our mitochondria produce energy more efficiently by triggering our body's natural cellular renewal process. If you have not tried MitoPure, this is an absolute go-to for me. Head on over to TimelineNutrition.com slash Dr. Lion, and you will get 10% off your order. That's TimelineNutrition.com slash Dr. Lion, one of my absolute favorite supplements on the market. All right, friends, you've no doubt heard that there are a million different ways to skin the proverbial cat. Before you jump into any kind of meal plan, I want to lay out a handful of strategies that I have found in clinical practice to be incredibly layered with success. Okay, are you ready? Grab a notebook, get to it. Number one, find a consistent eating schedule. Yes, food impacts your body's circadian cycles, rhythms, whatever you want to call it. You want your body to have predictability and you want to create a plan so you don't get distracted by food. What does this mean? This means that when you wake up, maybe an hour, hour and a half after you wake up, you have your first meal. You do this every day. This is exactly how you are going to execute. Your second meal may be, I don't know, five hours later, and then you have your dinner meal at, say, 6 p.m. before bed, and that is the strategy. That is your schedule. You are not distracted by, well, today I ate at 9, tomorrow, I don't know, it's already past 11 and you haven't eaten breakfast. Again, it is about creating a consistent strategy. Two main reasons why I love this. Number one, you get your body in a rhythm. You allow it to be in alignment with a circadian cycle. And number two, you personally are not distracted by food. You are not walking and you see an ice cream shop and you decide to just haphazardly go and get your ice cream because it is not on your eating schedule. You stick to your schedule and you are consistent. So that is number one. This strategy will work with any meal plan. Number two, avoid chaos. The world is chaotic enough. You never want to go into the grocery store thinking about what you need to buy, thinking about, well, maybe I need this and maybe I need that, and you're going to get distracted by this sale or that sale. You're going to plan your meals. You're going to write a list, and you are going to pack and store what you need to get ready for the start of the week. When you go to the grocery store, you're not thinking about what you need. You know exactly what you need because you have a list and a game plan and you are going to minimize chaos. Number three, if you really want to see change, I am going to break your heart right now. 
Don't cry. You're going to limit dining out. The less food eaten away from home, the better. When you go to a restaurant, there is no way to determine the amount of calories that you are actually consuming. I love it and appreciate that many restaurants are putting their caloric load or how many calories something has, but the reality is you don't actually know what is in it. And while going out to eat is fun and wonderful, find some other kind of fun and wonderful. If you want to see dietary change, limit dining out and don't be mad at me. Number four, manage your expectations. The magic, the magic of any goal worth achieving comes actually through sustained effort and hard work, not in spite of it. Crave the effort, crave the hard work, and execute. This is wonderful. You don't just gain muscle. You don't just lose fat. You gain resiliency and you gain capacity. You manage your expectations and you put in the work. This is incredible. This is liberating, actually. Not only that, This number four is a translatable skill towards life. So manage your expectation, understand that anything worthwhile comes through sustained effort. Number five, expect yourself to try to negotiate. Oh, well, I mean, I was just doing it this morning. I, um, today is an off training day for me and I will tell you what, I am so sore. I did some sled pushes. And I was working on convincing myself that I needed some uh, dried, freeze-dried pineapple. I mean, I really needed it. It was looking at me. The thing was blinking at me and it was saying, eat me, eat me. But guess what? I'm totally ready for it. I am ready for it. It is a challenge. I am not eating it. It is not on my plan. So I am turning away from the light. I expect that my mind is going to chatter and try to talk me out of my game plan. You should expect the same. The good news is you're going to dominate that mental monologue. You will dominate it. You will expect it and turn away from the light. Number six, develop the discipline to push yourself. You are developing discipline to push yourself. You're not weeding. I didn't say you are developing motivation because if you do, then I, I think that the center of the earth might cool faster than developing motivation. Um, Yes, I do not wait for motivation, and you will hear that often, but you will develop discipline to push yourself. Finally, probably the most important strategy for a successful meal plan is to know your weaknesses, and you plan for them. You know your weaknesses, and you plan for them. You are not shocked by your human nature. For example, do you have little kids that like to eat ice cream? after school, or before bed. And they just happen to like to eat your favorite ice cream, which is pistachio, and you love it. And every day you take your spoon and you've eaten half of the pint of pistachio that is for your child. You know you are going to do this. This is your weakness. Do not be shocked by tomorrow that you feel and do the same thing. Instead, you're going to plan for your weakness and you are going to design a game plan that's going to lead you to success, to victory. So here's what you're going to do. You are going to make a whey protein shake. You're going to blend it up and you're going to freeze it. 
because nothing feels better than being successful at your plan. Nothing feels better that be, than being successful at your plan. You're going to keep it simple, keep it clean, keep it disciplined. Keep it simple, keep it clean, keep it disciplined. Now, you're ready to decide what you're going to do for your nutrition plan. I get a lot of pushback on this, but I'm here to tell you, in my professional opinion, calories matter. You do need to, at some point, understand how many calories you need in a day. There's two ways to figure it out. It's not perfect science, but a super easy way to do it is to track for two to four weeks your typical days. You can plug it into an app, whether it's chronometer, whatever app that you would like to use. You're going to track your calories for two to four weeks and see exactly what it is that you're eating. And then if you determine that your weight is stable, meaning you're not gaining too much weight or losing too much weight, this will be an estimate of your maintenance calories. Then your next step will be to decide what your goal is. Your maintenance calories are showing you your status quo. Changing your body composition, meaning do you want to lose fat, build muscle? What do you want to do? This will require you to either add or subtract or reallocate calories or change macronutrients. So step one is you've now tracked. I'm making it so simple that I never want to get another email or DM about how you're not sure what diet plan to follow because I haven't even told you what diet plan to follow, but I am giving you the guide rails to develop a healthy game plan for yourself. And you will not always have to do this. And by the way, I love your emails and I love your DMs. I always try to uh, respond to them personally. And, um, you know, if you are in my Forever Strong community, you know that I'm in there all the time. You guys are what is making the magic happen. So now your recommended calorie intake depends on your sex, your age, your activity level. I will say that most women need between 16 to 2,400 calories to maintain their weight. Again, these are broad generalizations. Men, typically 2,000 to 3,000 calories. If you are an analytical type, then obviously we're going to have to do more than just having you tally up your calories. We're going to now decide an alternative calculation. So I'm going to give you a quick and dirty method of determining your daily caloric intake. But this method is based solely on total body weight and desired outcome and can be calculated using uh, one of these formulas, which I'm going to give it to you. And by the way, I absolutely love Alan Argon or Ted Naiman. Both of those guys talk frequently about this topic. So I will also tell you these are two great individuals. So you want to lose fat. Well, that's wonderful. You're going to eat between 12 to 13 calories per pound of ideal body weight. Take your ideal body weight and multiply it by 12 or 13. 
If you are happy with your weight and you want to maintain your calories, you will take 15 to 16 calories per pound of current body weight and multiply it out. If you want to gain weight, go to 18 to 19 calories per pound of current body weight. For an example, a woman weighs 115 pounds and her maintenance calories would be determined by 115, so 115, because that's her pounds, times 15 kcals, which will equal around 1,700 kcals a day. So 1,725 calories would be her maintenance. So this is a quick and easy way to do caloric calculation. And again, you can do that for weight gain or weight loss, quick and dirty. Now you're probably wondering, how are you going to put in activity and all this other stuff? We are going to get to that in a later episode, basal metabolic rate, total daily energy expenditure. But the goal is right now, less is more. I want to make it really simple for you so that you can start. And with that being said, one of the biggest distractions that I've ever seen is information overload. I refuse to do that to you. We are not doing information overload. Um, We will circle back to all of that later. Now let's talk about building out our diet. The current RDA, which was developed in, well, first of all, the RDA, which is a recommended dietary allowance, was was developed in the 1940s. And at the at the beginning, it thought about dietary protein in the form of a percentage. It was around t- 10 to 12%. Since that time, we have really come to understand that the idea of protein as part of a percentage of diet is not a great way to think about it. In the 1960s, around 1968, they finally decided that they were going to put in a gram amount. And the number decided upon was 0.8 grams per kilogram of dietary dietary protein, kilogram being your body weight. Um, Yeah, that is too low. And it was developed to prevent deficiencies. This equates to 0.37 grams per pound. 0.37 0.37 grams per pound, which is obviously a very small amount, 0.37 grams per pound. This is the minimum to prevent deficiencies. This is not optimal. And since 1968, they have yet to update that number. I believe and I'm hopeful that it will happen. What does this mean for you? This means for you, when we are thinking about dietary protein, I recommend close to one gram per pound ideal body weight. Yes, this is a higher higher amount than the RDA, which all I can say is good because it, it should be. And it also may be a little higher than what you're used to. So if you are 120 pounds and you love your weight, then I recommend close to 120 grams of protein. The current RDA for dietary protein for a woman is around 45 grams and a man around 
54 grams. This is really uh, what I would consider to be too low. I do not recommend anyone go below 100 grams of dietary protein a day. This is uh, of critical importance because of the role in which the macronutrient plays. Thank you to First Form for sponsoring this episode of the show. I want to highlight Formula One Natural. This is a natural post-workout recovery protein. It is a naturally sweetened product. Tastes amazing. It's a premium sourced whey protein isolate. That means amazing because, you know, sometimes the whey proteins taste really chalky. This is a product that is low temperature processed. It really helps with the assimilation of the amino acids, which is what we care about for muscle health and then subsequent health in the body. Head on over to firstform.com slash Dr. Lion. That's firstform.com slash Dr. Lion, and you will get free shipping with orders over $75. Again, Formula One Natural, a great staple to have in your cabinet. Thank you to Inside Tracker for sponsoring this episode of the show. You have heard me speak all about Inside Tracker, and especially in this episode when I'm talking about nutrition, I will be doing another episode that discusses what your baseline assessment blood marker should be. I love Inside Tracker. You can go to insidetracker.com/drlion so that you can see what is under the hood in your own body was created by leading scientists in many fields of aging. Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and your fitness tracking data to identify what you need to work on. For a limited time only, you will get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com/drlion. And I just want to mention, I love Inside Tracker and I absolutely love the biomarkers that they picked. They now allow you to see fasting insulin as well as ApoB. These are all really important markers that you should know. So head on over to insidetracker.com slash Dr. Lion. Now, getting back to how we are going to design your diet. When it comes to dietary protein, the first most important thing to understand is total protein matters most. That means total protein matters most. How much protein are you getting in a 24-hour period? Easy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That is what my daughter says. When you are determining how much dietary protein you should get, I recommend towards one gram per pound ideal body weight. You do not have to go that high, but it is a great fail-proof starting point. And the literature would suggest that it is very difficult to gain weight while overeating dietary protein versus if you are eating excess calories from fats or carbohydrates. And in part, this may be due to the nitrogen-containing compound of the amino acids, um, the impact protein has on muscle protein synthesis. It is, um, depending on how you design your diet, can activate metabolic machinery, like I've mentioned in the past, muscle protein synthesis, which again, these are all things that we will discuss 
in detail later, but from a health standpoint of just designing a diet, let's agree that we're going to shoot for around one gram per pound ideal body weight. Now, um, you could go lower. You could go to one, you could go to 0.7 grams per pound if you like, or up to 1.0 grams per pound ideal body weight. Now, please keep in mind, we are thinking about dietary protein and you are in your mind, you know, and you have calculated what your total calorie goal should be. If you are talking about maintenance, if you are talking about weight loss, if you are talking about weight gain, bottom line is 0.7 to 1.0 grams per pound body weight. Now let's think about carbohydrates. Poor carbohydrates, they do get quite a bad rap. And the first thing that you want to think about is your source of carbohydrates. I definitely prefer fruits and vegetables and some complex sources of carbohydrates, whether it's potatoes, that would be a starch. How are you going to design a diet that includes these carbohydrates? A great starting strategy, depending on your calorie needs and what you are aiming to achieve is potentially a one-to-one ratio of balanced protein to carbohydrates. Super easy. Everybody can do it. If you are eating um, 120 grams of protein, you could easily get in 120 grams of carbohydrates. The way that you dose it and the timing I do think is of importance. And please remember, I am making generalizations I talk a lot more about this in my book, Forever Strong, which is coming out October 17th. But for baseline principles, a one-to-one balance of protein to carbohydrates can be very workable for people. For example, if your breakfast meal is 30 grams of dietary protein, I have no problem with you having 30 grams of carbohydrates at that meal, a one-to-one ratio, so forth and so on. Now, The average American consumes 300 grams of carbohydrates. In addition, the average American is also sedentary. This is not ideal. If you are going to increase your total carbohydrates, then this should be done around exercise. Increasing dietary carbohydrates should be done around exercise. Another really key component to how I think about carbohydrates, I think about them as it relates to dosing per meal. I do not suggest going above 40 to max 50 grams of carbohydrates if you are not exercising. The reason is, is this can generate a more robust insulin response, which could subsequently lower your blood sugar. So again, protein goal. 0.7 to 1 gram per pound. Carbohydrates really determine the RDA is 130 grams. We could go up or below this depending on your activity, depending on your metabolic health. But if you are listening to this, you are going to start with a one-to-one protein to carbohydrate ratio. And then the remainder of your calories can come from fat. And this could be calculated. Again, you have to understand where your total calorie goals are but this could be 0.32 to one gram per pound of 
your calories dedicated to fat. Personally, I think the fat should come from polyunsaturated fat. I will tell you that the majority of fat in beef is actually monounsaturated. So essentially, it's like olive oil, which is very interesting because of the information out there on the chaos in the chaos making machine. We often don't think about that. But what I've now provided you with is a framework for thinking about your total calorie target, your macronutrient distribution. Please understand the lower your calories, the higher your protein should be. You can certainly go above one gram per pound ideal body weight. Here's the thing. I can provide you with a perfect plan. And I think that I've just provided you with a great starting point. But execution is the biggest game changer. And the thing that I would love to leave at your doorstep as you calculate your plan and think about your sources of protein, you know, we will, you know, obviously when I talk about dietary protein, I talk about high quality protein. I have a ton of references on my website. You can get recipes, all kinds of things to become successful with this plan. But here's the thing. You have to feel worthy of having the body, of having the health you deserve. We really need to take your worthiness temperature and understand that the plans do not work themselves, that they require a belief in yourself. What I'm providing here is not a diet, even though it sounds like one. What this really is, is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle for intelligent muscle health. And with that, you are going to add in guardrails for your own accountability. What does that mean? It means that you are going to put a clear, concrete plan with measurable objectives in action. You have your plan, whether you are looking to lose weight, build muscle, or just maintain, you're going to track your calories for two weeks, maybe four. You are going to, if you don't want to do that, you're going to just jump in the deep end and plug in those numbers that I gave you, multiply your body weight by X, Y, and Z, depending on what your goal is. Then you're going to have your total calorie target You're going to optimize for dietary protein. That's going to be step one to figure out the majority of your calories. Then with your leftover calories, you're going to take your carbohydrate amount. Maybe you like carbs versus fat. I do. You are going to take your carbohydrate amount. So for me personally, that's around 130 grams. And you are going to implement that into your meal strategy. I love the idea of doing a one-to-one ratio. And then with your leftover calories, you are going to add in fats. The choices of carbohydrates, I love coming from whole foods, high fiber. You can add in some starches if you want. Fats, I love polyunsaturated fats. You can add in some monounsaturated fats. And then you are going to have your game plan. You are going to track this progress and what you are doing for a two-week period. And you're going to understand that you don't need to think about what you should eat or 
how often or what you're going to do at the grocery because you have your integrity plan and you have your plan in place. There's no internal narratives or distractions to take you off of this. You can sign up on my website for free, 30 Gs. 30 Gs, it's a 30 gram meal plan, um, recipe plan, sorry, it's recipes. It's not a meal plan, recipes to implement. We prep food for the week. You can get a list of my favorite protein-containing foods and execute immediately. We do not have to make this difficult because you are worthy of having the health and wellness that you want. And finally, you are going to understand your weaknesses. Is that alcohol, sugar late at night, bread? Maybe it's TV, social media. Don't turn off this podcast. But maybe you're spending time scrolling through social media. Maybe your weakness is negativity. Maybe it's being dishonest with yourself. Maybe it's distracting yourself with other calls or texts or whatever it is. Please just slot in whatever that weakness is, be aware of it, and hold yourself accountable because I want to hear how you do for two weeks. Here's what you're going to find. You are going to find that you have gained so much more than you ever thought possible. It wasn't the weight that you lost from implementing a plan with calorie control. It was the attributes that you gained from discipline and execution. This is going to provide you a starting place to be proud of yourself. And with that, I just want to tell you, I absolutely love and adore you guys. You've been asking for an episode like this short and sweet and really taking into account information, please let me know how you like it. If you would love to hear more, you can find and pre-order my book, Forever Strong. We have a whole host of freebies, including other eBooks and even a, an entire workout library. We're also going to be doing a live event in January in Austin. I would love to see you there. And again, you are the master of your own fate, especially as it relates to your ability to execute and show up for yourself. Together, we're going to do this. And remember, it is never too late to be forever strong. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, till next time. The Dr. Gabrielle Lyon podcast and YouTube are for general information purposes only and do not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice, and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast, YouTube, or materials linked from the podcast or YouTube is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professional for any such conditions. This is purely for entertainment and educational purposes only.